This week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in Canada and Chicago. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Donda Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Sub-Zero Fortner. What's going on, man? And welcome, welcome, welcome. Any of those who are listening, we are grateful and thankful for you being a listener yet again this week. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> your little intro on that was perfect. It was too- this very like 1980s, early 90s, like radio host. Uh, welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. I uh, paid for you by the public broadcasting system. Yes. 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 Now nah, I'm grateful, man. Doing good, man. Do it in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> sexy, sexy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ladies, man. It's just, it's just so good. Hey, baby, can I buy you a fish sandwich? That's the best. That's the best pickup line in history, mind you. That is the best pickup line in history. I've used it on my wife, and I, it works. I'll just tell you that it works every single time. <laughs> How are you today, yeah, man? So if you, I'm doing good, and if you've made it this far, I want to thank you for listening. Um, you know what I'm saying? We really appreciate it. Uh, I'll kind of help out with the intro this week. Uh, generally speaking, we are a video game podcast. We talk about video games, and from time to time, we do top sevens. Uh, but most importantly, we talk about what the fuck we want, just general culture overall. Um, that's the hook. That's the trick. Um, that is, we're man. We're going to talk about some games today, though, I believe. You know what I'm talking about? But, um, but yeah, man, I'm doing I'm doing good, man. I really am, uh, if, if, if I'm being honest. You know, I'm trying to stay on the positive spectrum. It's, and it's, it's a better day. My internet's working. It's not out. Thank it's you. It's a good Thank day. Stars for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, rockets are shooting up in the sky. Robots are walking around. Man, <laughs> I mean, shit. Things are great. <laughs> robots are also doing parkour. And uh, the the dude from Tesla, uh, what's his name, created a robot that could easily be tackled if it got out of control. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that's the truth. I read that earlier this week. What's that dude's name? Um. Yeah, Elon Musk. That's him. He's so afraid of the uh, robot uprising that he created a robot that uh, could easily be tackled by anybody. Is what he said. If it got out of control, <laughs> I was like, man, he's really terrified. So he's like, I'm gonna turn these robots into giant walking wimps, and they could easily be tackled by a child. So that's what that's what he's creating right now. But it's a good day. I can't wait to see it live in a world where a child is out here randomly Bobby Boucher tackling robots. That just sounds like fun to me with a hazmat suit on. It Um, does. Yeah. It sounds like a blast. But what I was going to say before we get on to the the stuff we've been doing, the playing and the news and the roundtable, a couple things things I wanted to touch on real quick. If you want more, skip the tutorial in your life. Patreon.com backslash sttpod. Five bucks a month, y'all. Five bucks a month, you'll get four additional shows, including some never before heard, never heard before content. Uh, if you've been listening to the show long enough, you remember uh, Bill Nelson. It was just recently his birthday. Um, R.I.P. Bill. Uh, but we got a bunch of content with him from back in the day that me and him used to record together. 
um, that we sometimes put out on the bonus show. Last week we did that, and it was the top five Halloween movies. Uh, we did that in honor of Dewey, who's been talking about it and arguing with uh, Ralio on Facebook about, is it too early to start celebrating Halloween? In my opinion, no. I love Halloween. I'm all for it, bro. Keep it up, Dewey. Uh, and Dewey, special shout out to you, man, and turning me on to Ice Nine Kills and some of their new, their new stuff. I really like it. Um, the other thing, too, is if you want to communicate with us, skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com and skip the tutorial podcast.com. You can send us messages through there. Um, we actually got a couple this week from uh, <laughs> Mr. Rob. Um, they're hilarious. They're hysterical. And I plan on sharing those very soon. I want to make a book of all of Rob's emails and just put yeah, them out. No, for real shit, though. Right? They're always greatness. They're always greatness. Every single time. Sprinkling in a couple of few emails from some other tribesmen. Because they're, I mean, like I yeah. say, rather run with a hundred lines than a thousand sheep. That's right. And I may create a page on the website just for that. Where we just feature the stuff you say in your emails. Some of the best quotes. Uh, but seriously, the other thing that I wanted to touch on real quick is... So this is something me and Todd have been doing for a while and for a long time. And the reality is, is that this is the playground for us, too. And we appreciate the shit out of everybody. I've been playing a lot more with the tribe lately. Multiplayer, getting in the Discord and stuff. And, like, man, we got this little playground for adults who uh, still want to remember what it's like to be children in a way. Like, it's kind of, like, strange. Like, the idea is, like, if it's you... Like, it's like a family, Cosby. Sweater. It is. I get it. <laughs> But it's like the thing I call it a playground for is because like on a playground, certain things didn't matter, right? Like certain things never came into play when you're on the playground. It was just you were on the playground like together. Like systematic racism. <laughs> like systematic racism. <laughs> but I mean, it was just like we could talk about these things and educate each other and give people different points of view and stuff. And that's, you know, it's common ground. We found common ground. Welcome to the playground. Welcome to the tribe. We love everybody who listens. Um, and if you agree or disagree with us, let us know because I promise you, we don't take offense. Look, we, not maybe everybody that listens. Yeah, that's but most, possible. Yeah, not everybody. Possible. I mean, if, if, <laughs> if you catch your own shit, we don't like you. That's the only rule. No, that's I'm the glad only you rule. Revisited that. I'm yeah. most, like, if you out here catching your own shit, you probably don't love us and we don't love you. <laughs> we, exactly. Like, don't catch your own doo doo. Don't do it. I mean, there's of course there's the there's the rare rare like situation. Maybe you're in a fucking bamboo jail in Vietnam, like Rambo, where you must catch your shit in order to survive. Yeah. Well, certain prison circumstances, I would imagine it's okay to kind of catch your shit yeah. and turn it into a weapon. But you're if you if you're a free man or woman, um, <laughs> and you catching your own man or ex woman, and you catching your own poop, there's something wrong with you. Go get help. <laughs> Good help. There's all kinds of psychologists online you can Did, talk didn't to. Didn't that motherfucker say that he the toilet paper is for after, like, is to help to catch the poop and after? And to wipe his hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't understand. Like, if you don't catch your own poop, or if you catch your own poop, like, I don't understand why. I don't get, well, so the water won't splash on me. I'd rather the water splash on me than catch my own doo-doo. I'm just saying, like. Yeah, man. Darwinism. But anyway. <laughs> but that man's walking around with all sorts of immunities against COVID because he's been catching his own shit for years. 
That's the reality right. they don't tell you. So it don't matter if he get the Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Delta, Mewtwo version, Pikachu variant of the goddamn shit. He, you know, he's going to be okay. <laughs> he's going to be okay. That's just Meanwhile. I mean, he's got all the immunities, bro. He done been taking the vaccine for years. He just didn't know it. It just happened to be in his own crap. <laughs> that was it. It was self-homemade brew. <laughs> That's how that goes, bro. That's how that goes. But nah, man, nah, don't uh, don't catch your own poop. This is a nah, this public service announcement. The more you know, ancient Chinese secret, Hondo. I bring it. I keep bringing it up. I got Shang Chi on my mind, man. You Damn. do. I want to see Shang Chi. Yeah, speaking of me too, man. But I, I mean, mm. it's gonna be good. I've heard it's great. I just don't want to go to the theaters. I've become spoiled. I want to watch shit at home. I think we all are right. I think we all are now a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just to be honest. I think we all, as much as I will keep telling myself, of course I want to go into to the movies, to Shang-Chi. I have no, I'm just like, man. But I think once I get in there and see an IMAX, it's going to come back a little bit. That's what I'm looking forward to, man. Like, I thought like Candyman. that rumble. I thought Candyman was going to drag me back in theaters. It's Jordan Peele. It's Candyman. But That's even that. Real, you can watch it home, though, man. This is like Shang-Chi. Yeah. Good, good reviews. No option to watch at home. Amazing reviews. Like, you got the new Spider-Man trailer that just dropped too. And that looked dope. Like Spider-Man, right. like oh, I'm excited. The what ifs and shit. The what ifs and shit. I'm telling you, bro. Like with this last Doctor Strange, I caught up because I was a little bit behind. Yeah. Uh, with this Hitchcock, Hitchcock kind of vibe that they got with the motherfucking animation, we already talked about it recently. Like Jeffrey Wright, motherfucking in this bitch. Um. Yes, sir. Like, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel. I think you actually, these last couple of episodes, it really is. I think some of the best comparison I heard is kind of like, it is really Twilight Zone-y. It's more creepy yeah, than that's I That's what I like. That's what I like. Uh, yeah, I think especially going into Halloween and some shit, yeah. like this, it's, it's a decent vibe, man. I think it's a good, it's a good uh, long weekend filler. A couple of episodes or whatever. For real. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a nice little stretch, but um, I've been oh, yeah, watching the the Bad Batch, but go ahead. Real quick, just because you want, I want to get your perspective on Wax on record because my sister did bring this up like long ago. Uh, we talked about Mortal Kombat when it first came out, but it was on. I think it was on the, the Patreon. It was on the Patreon. Mortal Kombat, the Honey Batch edition, the Honey Pot edition. Shit. Yeah, I, it just started to bleed together. Whatever, I forgot. We never even addressed it on the, on the regular show. Uh, as far as I think any kind of ratings or anything like that, I will have to go back and listen to the show. I don't think it, the Patreon probably aged well over time. Well, my sister was just like, that was the shittiest goddamn Mortal Kombat ever. No. Me, I felt like I, I settled and I'm, because the first eight minutes of that film is one of my favorite Mortal Kombat pieces of content I've seen, and I got an R-rated Mortal Kombat movie. Like, I'm yeah. just happy about that. I loved it. I don't it. think it was that bad. I mean, yeah, like, the 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 little arms that was on Jags, of course, that was un, un you know comfortable. Um, <laughs> it was uncomfortable until the they possible. put the big bo- big arms on them. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right. Like my sister made a point though about feeling some type of way about Luke Kane, and I was like, yeah, I mean, he did seem like a possible victim from sex, sex trafficking. So I like that was one thing, but I was still overall okay with it. I, I mean, liked the it. bandage. I liked it. That? I liked it. Yeah, well, I, I like that I mean, they flipped Sub Zero and Scorpion. Like Scorpion's the usually thing. the bad guy, but this time they flipped it. 
and I enjoyed that. That and I think that was the main aspect of the cheese of it. And I just hope that they do a better job in the next film. Um, and that's what I hope for. But I, I don't think it was that. I don't think it was that bad, man. I had fun with it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I enjoyed Sister it. Sister hates it, but I agree. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think don't the like it. To the story is, I don't like it as much as the '90s one, like the original. Like, see that? Right. That's what she exactly. That's what. Yeah. That's that's what she was. She was dis- disappointed. Like, you know, reasonably so. It's, you know what I mean? It's definitely better than Annihilation was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was you know, a horrible movie. That's terrible. poop and watch that. Speaking but, of bad you know, movies, I watched Green Lantern last night for the first time since it dropped. Uh, cause it's on Netflix. The movie's not as bad as I remember, Todd. The CGI is horrible, but the movie itself is not as bad as I remember. Like Ryan Reynolds is perfectly Ryan Reynolds charming. And it and it's it's enjoyable, and it's got Parallax, and it's got Sinestro, and the Guardians, and I was like, this is actually not as terrible as I remember it being. Like I was like, this is actually like decently. It feels very like seventies Superman story, like the way they did it. But I enjoyed it. Like I actually enjoyed the entire flick. DC's I always had a problem with competition with Marvel setting mm-hmm. the bar so high. Yeah. It's like if you take it away Marvel from that competition. But even going back to Green Lantern last night, I was like, I like this better than Wonder Woman 84. Mm. <laughs> had more fun with it, eh? Exactly. I had more fun with yeah, it. Yeah, like Guillermo Del Toro in that movie, though, that uh, 84? No. <laughs> no, I, I just, I liked... I don't know, man. Like, there was something about, like, it felt very 2010s. Like, it felt very, like, nostalgia in a way. And then I realized that that is movie's that, 10 years is it old. because they covered up old girls' thighs a little bit more in this movie? Is that what it was? Yeah, I is think so. Some fucking social justice warrior bullshit yeah. to tell, like, review tech guy versus the quarter and shit going on under the line? I think like, so. Like, not giving that film a chance. Nah, um, I, I didn't, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I saw like, it in theaters yeah, once. Talking about games yet, man? Yeah, I, I saw, didn't see it in theaters. I saw it in theaters once, and then I saw it came to Netflix last night. And it's number six in America right now on Netflix. People are watching it, so maybe we'll uh, the Green Lantern. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we've talked. I think me and you personally like talked about the Green Lantern before. Like, I, I never like it's not the worst movie. I would never thought it was like the worst movie ever. Nah. I, I watched it a couple of times, but you know, I'm not the smartest cat. I'm not I either, though. Like I, I, you know what I'm saying. I I watched Beavis and Butthead for years, so take it as what it is. I mean, of course, that's. I mean, my my, my brain's yeah. fucked. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here ingesting this fucking spiritual opium like the next person. You know what I mean? This game, according to the Chinese secrets, this is spiritual opium, and I ain't mad at it. I almost wanted to look into like the opium problem that happened with China just so I could talk about it today in like an intelligent manner. Yeah. Uh, in the round table, uh, that's what probably we'll be discussing, touching in a little bit just about, you know, what, what people's thoughts are about that. Uh, the, the ban with the kids, you know what I'm saying? Um, just have a back and forth. But yeah, I almost looked into like what happened with China and opium and. I don't know, man. It's just real interesting, and like us, even us pulling out of Afghanistan and all the opium that was out there and everything, and the fact that China made like a weird reference to it. And I shouldn't even be bringing this up now. We'll probably need to talk about it at the end. Um, but yeah, 
No, nah, man. I lost yeah, game. gaming. Sorry. We, me, me and you on a Saturday morning on three-day weekend, I think we're both excited. But, bro, you got a five-day. Like, that's even better. I got a bunch of shit to do, though. Like, yeah. grown man shit to do. So, you know what I'm saying? But I'm grateful. I need the time to, you I, know, get it together. I cleaned yesterday, so I ain't got anything to do today. So, it's going to be kind of nice just to relax. But, yeah, let's talk about games. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Breaking some news. And then talk about China. Uh, having ultimate control over their population now going down to the kids, which is the world. Which is the so. World. Let me just get let me get mine out the way because I only really been playing one thing and I've been playing and it's been creeping up now. Like arguably my favorite games of all times. Listen, that's the old Ghost of Tsushima, Icky Island. Ooh. I know this has been out and we live in an era where you know you got to talk about the new new, but I mean it's really not a lot of new new. And I've been really just trekking along like i've definitely went through the uh icky island this i'm going back now i'm finally touching on some of the storylines that i blew through on the first time yeah going through with the director's cut uh version on the ps5 is been live dog i even got the motherfucking uh god of war saki armor nice armor last night the i think it's like bloodborne the kenshi like armor that's my primary build i leveled up my uh uh, I forgot. It's like the monkey guy, goddamn souped up ass armor. So I got all that shit. The legendary armor for the horse. You know what I'm saying? Nice. So I've been having a great time just fucking around in that universe, man. You know that's it's definitely again one of my favorite motherfucking games. And the way that they put the haptic feedback in it with the beauty of the game, uh, I'm just excited about the next motherfucking one that comes out. You know what I'm saying? As far as gaming is concerned, like super appreciative of it. Definitely was my game of the year. Definitely feel like the DLC is worth it. I'm still gonna go back and just fuck with the regular game. That game and loop is still one of the fun, most fun of all time. And it was funny, like I was playing it and I was saying to myself, like it's legitimately creeping up the best favorite, my personal favorite all of all time games. Period. Like it, man. I was just like, you know, I gotta see what the sequel comes out like though, because part of the all timeness. Like with God of War was a series of great games yeah. that I connected with that I fuck with that actually tapped into different shit. And as soon as I said that, like I walked up on the blood shrine of the, <laughs> that that was associated with the God of War. Like the universe was just like it was like a, a childish nod that Sucker Punch had put into that game that uh just brought the the smile to my face and like again you know the tribalism that we long for in a healthy way that we always talk about. Of the, of the kid nature of it, that the curiosity of it all, like I finally kind of felt played and, and did some shit I had like I did when I was a kid. Like I was like, yeah. I gotta figure out how to get this blood shrine so I can get the God of War armor. That tapping in type shit, crossing crossing across probably different generations taps into my favorite games of all time. Other than that, um, I haven't really been uh playing too much of anything else. I've just been doing a little bit of research, and of course, I have uh. You know, 2K22 coming up with the pre-order and that evilness. So I just want to say in advance again for anybody that fuck with me, you know what I'm saying? Just forgive me this year because I'm coming out the gate playing that game. Period. Point blank. You know what I'm talking about? 2K22 current gen. I'm actually excited about some of the changes this year. Yeah. Some of the things I've been seeing as far as them having seasons as opposed to rep. And opposed to, you know, even I like I'm really excited about how they're going to um, exploit children by making attributes associated with uh, like, you know, accessories. That's going to be dope. 
like it's gonna be plenty of parents with like strange charges on their credit card because percent yeah, to buy like you know specialized Michael Jordan shoes that gave them a boost in the vertical so they can have um, more opportunities to get Gatorades to run and wreck and be toxic. So I can't wait for that shit. That's gonna be a lot of fun. So I'm just getting my game in mind right for that. Um, Curtis out the gate. I'm just telling you right now, if you're getting a 2K, fuck with me this year. Period, point blank, period. I'm on it. I'm sending invites. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's pretty much my gaming thing. Um, you know what I'm saying? Check out What If. What about you, sir? What the fuck have you been playing? Man, I've been playing all week. I've been playing all week. I'm still on that Destiny 2 kick, bro. Um, last night I got on there with uh, Aaron and Dewey and... Uh, I think one of Aaron's friends, we were all on a fire team together. And I, there's something about Destiny 2 that's just super enjoyable. The combat, the shooting, like the raids, everything about Destiny 2. It's just, I really like that game. Now, in order to really enjoy it, I have found that I avoided the DLC for a long time, but the DLC has made it much more enjoyable. Like, there's, there's some good DLC, especially they had that sell on Steam for like 40 bucks for all the current DLC. I'm playing through Forsaken by myself right now, um, and that was totally worth it. Like I'm, I'm really enjoying just the whole experience. Forty bucks for all the DLC. Yeah, forty bucks for all the up? DLC to catch up. Yeah, the deal. Now they got some stuff like the thing that drives me nuts about Destiny Two is like I kind of wanted to know like the story, and that game's all over the place. That game is not about the story. It's about getting in there and just shooting shit, and enjoying the fun time with your friends. And once I put it in that little compartment, I've really been playing a lot of it, enjoying it. Me and my wife have been playing it together, too, because she's been playing it. And that's really been kind of a nice little fun experience is going through that with her. Uh, last Saturday, me, her, and Bob got on the game uh, real late at night. And it was totally, it was awesome. It was just a lot of fun. Just really enjoyable. Uh, I did, I've been slowly making my way through Wildermyth. I think I'm a little bit of a three-quarters of the way through it. I'm almost done with that game. Um, I know they got a bunch of DLC. I just want to highlight real quick the fact that Wildermyth, like, I know I've talked about it on this show a lot. It has an amazing opportunity to be my number one game of the year. Um, and the fact that it's such a small little indie developer, what they created was so unique and so interesting. This concept of the D&D meets RTS and kind of meets, um, not just RTS, but also meets uh, like strategic combat with like your XCOM. And I find that absolutely fascinating. The only criticism, now that I'm almost uh, 75% through with the game, the only criticism I have of Wildermyth is your archers. You're back, you know, creating your class of either going to be archers or casters or, you know, melee combat. Your archers are OP. Like, I've got a team of three archers and a caster, and I don't even have any melee combat. Because anytime I have melee combat, they die immediately. Like, so, that's where I'm kind of at right now. But they have the permadeath, and the story continues, and the way that they, you know, told that over generations in that game. Like, you go through generations for your characters, depending on who survived. And, you know, your relationships matter, how you build matters, how you, you know, recruit people matters what you put your time and resources in. If you're a fan of stuff like Crusaders King 3, um, even uh, Wasteland, that series, like, pick this up. Like, it's, I think it's 10 bucks, Like, maybe $14.99. It is totally worth your time and effort. And energy. 
Like, it totally is. Um, but I've been back on that. Destiny 2, Wildermyth, Monster Hunter, bro. I've, that's, I've played that all week. That's like, me and you have our usual grinds throughout the year. Monster Hunter's mine. 2K's yours. That's what we do. Like, in fact, last night I was like playing and I was like, oh, I've been playing for four hours. I should put it down and let my Switch recharge because I've been on Generations again, which is still my favorite Monster Hunter, I think. Which is kind of a weird thing for me this year, man. That normal seasonal grind, man, as I go into my uh, golden years. Um, like, it's nice and all, you know what I mean? But I am having, I've had a couple of existential dread moments coming up with the old 40th birthday coming up in December. Being as old as I am, it kind of brought up some shit whenever the AT&T guy was over here. I was talking about it in the Patreon or whatever. But then on the flip side of the whole thing, man, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I feel, it feels grand. <laughs> like, it does. Like, on, on the, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck them. You know what I mean? Because, like, again, like, at least I'm not a child in China. I can do what I want. I'm still mm-hmm. free. I haven't fully taken away my rights. You know 100%. what I mean? That, that pulls me out of the existential dread. And then I li- like, or listening to Donda. Being like, well, at least Marilyn Manson isn't like breathing over my shoulder. As much as that would be kind of cool, I think that would be a little weird and extra. It'd be a little creepy. Um, but yeah, I apologize for jumping in with my strange bipolar comment. No, no, uh, no, no. What, it's okay. What, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It makes sense to me because I thought about it too. And I was just like, I'm 35 and I'm still grinding Monster Hunter like I did back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I'm right. still like, hey, but there's something relaxing about it. Like, there's something about just, like, getting on there and, you know, as crazy and hectic as that game can be. Like, there's something also to think, like, I'm part of this larger community of people who love it as much as I do. And that's kind of nice. Like, I know not a lot of people get Monster Hunter. I tried to get my wife into it. She was not feeling it. She's like, I don't understand it. And I was like, no, it totally makes sense. Like... Me and Bob were talking about this one day, and it's like, I totally understand the people who love Monster Hunter, and I totally understand the people who hate it. Like, it totally, like, both sides of that argument make sense to me. I mean, who the fuck doesn't want to, even if I'm like 112 years old, why wouldn't I want to kill a monster? That's my thought. That's my thought, bro. That's... If I was as old as it is hot outside right now, why wouldn't I want to kill a monster? Why wouldn't I want to fight one? That'd be dope. Then that reminded me too. If you watched, uh, remember Godzilla versus Kong, like the the dude that rolls around with uh, the chick from Stranger Things, like the kind of chunky dude from the Deadpool movie, he's wearing a Monster Hunter shirt in that movie. Like that's I forgot about that, and you know it's the choose your weapon, and it shows the different the weapons in Monster Hunter. Total sidebar. Do you have another game to talk about, or were you? Yeah, were you I got one more games. I got okay, alright, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. Last one I've been playing definitely has an argument to be made game of the year for me. Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 2 is incredible. This is old school platform puzzle solving at its absolute finest from Double Fine. Um, it's got a beautiful soundtrack. It's got Saturday morning cartoon vibes to it feels very comedic there's lines upon lines of dialogue of comedy there's jokes within jokes um you know what what they it got all- jokes and jokes <laughs> they got jokes and jokes but what's he did like like the other thing too is that it approaches mental health in a very thoughtful appreciative way and i find that very interesting and unique i love the first psychonauts but psychonauts too um, I know we've been clamoring uh, the community around Double Fine has been clamoring for this game for a long time 
And I think it actually came out at the perfect time, Todd, when America was really going through some shit. Like, the idea that mental health crisis is real and that these thought processes can they can infest your brain and you can start making connections that shouldn't be there, you know, through these mental health pathways. And, like, they explore that in this game. And it's also just a lot of fun. It's It's the weirdest thing I've played all year. As in... It's deeply thoughtful about people's feelings, but at the same time feels like a Saturday morning cartoon and is filled with slapstick. It's brilliant. It is it is brilliant, is how I will put it. It is an absolute masterpiece of a game. The nipples tits, if you will. Exactly. The nipples tits. Gotcha. <laughs> the big milky milkers. Like, I mean, that's what this one Great is. <laughs> Let's get milky. Shout out Martinez for that Let's kind get of content. Milky. But it's true, man. Like, there's something about this game where I'm savoring it, too. Like, I'm halfway through it, right? But I've been playing, like, I try to limit myself because I know it's only about 12 hours long. And so I'm trying to limit myself to how fast I'm playing it because I want to savor this moments with this game where I can put on my headphones and really get deep into this world. And, you know, there's something old school about this game, (laughs) Psychonauts 2, that is just, like, it's refreshing, but it doesn't feel like Crash Bandicoot 4. You remember Crash Bandicoot 4 came out last year and I really loved it? And I loved the platforming aspect of it? Yes. Um, I mean, I did, but this one feels very much... It, the thing that I'll say about this is it's thoughtful. It's very thoughtful. And it's appreciated that they would take their time to really design this for the fans. And I love it, man. I really love Psychonauts too. It's 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 game pass incredible. for the win again, eh? Game pass for the win again because this is that thing where it's like I haven't played Ratchet and Clank yet because I'm still having trouble with that sixty nine ninety nine price. And this is a full fifty nine ninety nine game if you buy didn't it. Didn't you get it? Didn't you get Ratchet and Clank? No, I ended up canceling my order. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. I was like, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. And um, you know what? Damn, that's the reason why I kind of held off and got the village. Should I get the fucking Ratchet and Clank this weekend before 2K comes out? Does that I'm, happen on my five-day weekend? That's why I'm Do going I to the... surprise my old lady and hopefully get some of the good old moo yaya Yes! And booty cheeks clap like a sizzle if we're giving a damn riff. I'm trying to put a rift in. Oh, okay. You know what? I yeah, may I think, do that. I think impulse buy is coming. You know what, though? Because I went and like an idiot. Yes, I am going to do that. So check this out. This is what's going to happen today. Yes. I went and got a fucking extender for my inner internet like an idiot like i live in a goddamn mansion like drake or some shit like that when really that wasn't the problem and i said to myself i'm not gonna open this because i'm ghetto as fuck and well not even that it's not even being ghetto i'm just not gonna open it until i can find with the motherfucking dreadlock brother that came and fixed my shit if this would even be a useful tool based on at&t's troubleshooting page he said no so, since that is the case, I'm going in a day. I'm going to return this motherfucker. I'm going to just go ahead and you said motherfucking return to go get and give me Ratchet and Clank. You know what I'm talking about? The riff shit. And that way, I can go ahead and get that knocked out before 2K come out. Bada bing, bada motherfucking boom. And all things come together. Like, like booty cheeks. Shout out Shaman motherfucking Rob Harden. Damn, I said your whole name. Shout out Brandon. Motherfucking booty is Bob for being strong top end shaman and i wish we all had eagle mass like icky ghost of shushima's boss when you beat the dlc to represent say a shaman this i just got real excited about the games again my bad bro no worries man 
No, so what happened with Ratchet and Clank, though, is I bought it on Amazon. They were out of stock. They didn't tell me that, so it was going to ship. And then a week later, I canceled it and never went back to it. That's not what's happening, man. You got money, cuz. You got motherfucking, <laughs> you know, illegal children oiling your feet that, that whenever you want. You know what I mean? You just contrarian and didn't want you just, I don't know. I think he was in a dark place. But I probably was. I was probably was. You know what I mean? It, and that's okay. That's okay, bro. Everything ain't got to be the nipples tips at all times. I'll take on that burden. Um, one quick thing I got to ask. Have you ever, have you watched the show called Solar Opposites on Hulu? Yes, I love Solar Opposites. That show is hysterical. I love that show. It's in the second season right now. Like, it's so funny. That's brilliant, dude. Have you seen it yet? Have you started it? Yeah, bro. I, yes, I started it last night. I fucking love the that show. Solar like, Opposites my is so funny. trying to put me on it. Whoever who plugged me up with them Hulu subscription gave me the subscription so I could catch up on Solar Opposites. And I was just like, oh, I'll watch it when I get to it. I finally watched it. Uh, started watching it last night. That shit is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? It's insane. I can't wait till the government takes away my options <laughs> to watch this as much as I want. So I got to get it in while I can. But um, did you want to get straight? Like, did we have news you want? You really felt convicted about to talk about it? Did you want to get into the Chinese band conversation? And, we, uh, we've got some news. Let's just a few headlines. We don't even need the news theme this week because this is just a few real quick headlines. Uh, just to remind everybody, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, the Collectors and Digital Deluxe Edition are now up for pre-order. So if you want to pre-order that, uh, that's now invite now up. Uh, PS Plus games for the month of September, Overcooked, All You Can Eat. Excellent game. I wanted to talk about that one real quick, Todd, because if you have somebody you play couch co-op with, Overcooked, All You Can Eat, absolutely. It's on PS5. Definitely pick it up. Yeah. Ain't, ain't the uh, Predator game free now mm-hmm. on Predator. PS5? Uh, predator that's hunting. Definitely happened this way. I've been waiting on this shit. That's what I'm getting on. Fuck what you talking about. That's right. Uh, and Hitman Two. Hitman Two. Fuck what you talking about. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, PlayStation bringing value. PlayStation brings their own value, man. Uh, Gamescom award winners have been selected. Um, I wanted to go through that list real quick. Um, so best Microsoft game, Halo Infinite. Best Nintendo Switch, Mario Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. Best PC game, Siberia, The World Before. Best Sony game, Elden Ring. Best action game, Elden Ring. Best action, uh, best action adventure, Elden Ring. Best action game, Far Cry 6. Best family game, uh, Super Dungeon Maker. Best indie game, Lost in Random. Best role-playing, Elden Ring, of course. Best simulation game, Park Beyond. Best sports game, Riders Republic. Best strategy game, Age of Empires 4, coming later this year. I can't wait. Can't wait for Age of Empires 4. It's going to be good, man. Best ongoing game. Robots and fucking rockets shooting in the sky. All starting from motherfucking ancient shaman priest. Praising Zebudi Homana. I, I can't motherfucking wait. wait. Motherfucking wait, cuz this shit gonna be so much fun. I cannot. Gotta get a new motherfucking wait. laptop just for the game. It said most original game was Dice Legacy. Best ongoing was uh, Apex Legends. Uh, best announcement apparently went to the Saints Row remake that's coming out. I never mess with Saints Row that much, but it'll be interesting. And best trailer was Saints Row. So. That was the Gamescom. Let me see what other what other pieces of news we got here. 
Apparently CD Projekt Red has 150 developers working on Cyberpunk 2077 expansion. You can't even get the base game right and you're working on an expansion. Okay, keep going for it. Do what you gotta do. Um, and then coming soon to Games Pass, Xbox Games Pass. Um, let me pull this up real quick. This is from Xbox Wire. So, Cloud Console and PC, Craftopia, Cloud Console and PC, Breath Edge, uh, Signs of the Sojourns, Surgeon Simulator 2. Console and PC is going to be Final Fantasy 13. It's underrated. Uh, console and PC is going to be uh, Crown Trick, Nuclear Thorn, Throne, and The Artful Escape. So, Surgeon Simulator 2. What a classic. It reminds me of 2008. I love that game. And then the Crisis Remastered Trilogy is releasing October 2021. Um, I don't think anything else was really standing out. Oh, one was the, the showcase for PlayStation. Yeah, the showcase is coming up. Um, I guess the only only the piece of news was the Death Stranding two. Norman Reedus hinted at it this week. You know I'd be down for that. Yeah. Hey, Kojima. PlayStation Showcase is broadcasting on Thursday, September 9th. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Hopefully, they'll drop some shit that we want to hear. It's been a weird year with chip shortages and all kinds of weird shit. So, hopefully, they'll make an announcement to say, hey, you know, we've drilled to the middle of the earth, gotten the supplies that we need, and we'll... (laughs) You know, be having more of a, of a supply of PlayStation Five. We've got your uh, diamonds. You know. We've got your diamonds. Yeah, it's that solar opposites. That get, that move. That fucking show is so ridiculous. Like it started out hard, but anyway, um, yeah, that's dope. It's fantastic that's dope. though. Nope. That's that Justin Roiland, yep. the same Rick and Morty guy. Yeah, and it's got that kid from the Goldbergs on it. I mean, this show is funny though. It's just so over the top. It's so insane. Just, I remember the first episode. I haven't watched the first episode in a long time, but I remember they- Fun ca- butt? Yeah, fun butt. That was it. That was it. I knew it. I knew it was called something ridiculous. I highly recommended. Hulu's got some programming, bro. Hulu's got some programming. Fucking streaming wars. Nobody wants to go to the movies. Son of a bitch. You got Dune coming out next week. Apple's trying to do their own thing. If we if people stop going to the movies, like does the whole digging the popcorn bucket trick just phase away? Is this one of the nah, things this that'll never evolve phase away. past? That'll be done at home now. So <laughs> instead of getting public, uh, instead of getting public, uh, public indecency charges, you'll just be at home, or you'll be with your girl on the couch at her apartment, and you'll just stick your dick in the box, and you know, hope for the best. Oh, well, there's sausage in here. Why? <laughs> I'm just saying because it's kind of perfect. If you get that, it's nothing like that. Like because it's the excitement of it. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's what I would imagine. That's part of like the magic. You know what I mean? That your dick talking to you like, yeah, just stick me in there. You know what I mean? The popcorn grease is just right, and then the <laughs> the, the the rhythm at which she would like grab the popcorn actually <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> It's just no more dick in the box. If you get a little older, make this sure to take one of those tiny blue pills beforehand. Just saying. I mean, I'm getting to that point, man. I mean, just... I don't know. That's why I just be outside running and I eat raisins now and shit. So far, so good. But, you know, nobody beats Father Time, Joe Rogan. Nobody beats um, Father Time. Nobody. 
But yeah, man, let's talk about China. You might have to cut that part. Like, I don't know if that's useful information for people. It is. For having dicks and fucking popcorn. It's always useful information. But yeah, man, let's talk about China real quick. So let me pull up this article uh, real fast. Secret high Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. I want to get to... What's the movie we watch in China? Uh, From what I understand, didn't Shang-Chi get banned in China? I think so. I think it did. Ain't that like Black Panther getting banned in Africa? Yeah. Them niggas is crazy. They hate America. <laughs> no, it's 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 a weird economy. Like the between the Chinese and American film co productions, like it's a weird I don't know how to say it. Like it's just like it's there's very specifics you have to put put in your movies in order for a Chinese company to fund it and release it in China. Um so China has updated its. I'll go through this article real quick. This 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 article I'm reading came from WCCFTech.com, but it's all over the place. Um, it's it's been in multiple. But so as of August 30th, 2021. So August 30th, that was Monday. China announced through its National Press and Publication Administration a major restriction restriction of online gaming play for minors. Um, back in November 2019, the restrictions forced underage gamers to play for one hour and a half on weekdays and three hours on weekends and holiday. These new limitations are far harsher. Minors will only get to play for one hour between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. local time on Friday, Saturday, Sundays, and holidays. That's it. So they get three hours a week total and then one hour on holidays. Um, so they went ahead and translated the actual press and publication release that came out. So it says all online guy, all online game enterprises can only provide one hour of service to minors from 8 PM to 9 PM or 8 PM to 9 PM, uh, local time on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays and legal holidays. Do not provide any game services in any form to users without real name registration and login. And seriously deal with online game enterprises that do not strictly implement this. So there's going to be some serious, apparently, you know, this is law over there. This is law. Um, Just a few weeks ago, uh, they called gaming spiritual opium in a story that was subsequently amended with anonymous resources, sources remarking that it was not the Chinese state's official stance. That might not be the case, but today's updated restriction for an online gameplay certainly highlights the state's concerns. Um, it's also likely that the recent foreign investment from NetEase and Tencent are an attempt to offset the increasing restrictions local companies are facing in China. So, I mean, this is this is crazy to me. Okay, so I understand it's for minors. I get it. If you're an adult, supposedly you do whatever you want. But... The idea that the U.S. government, or not the U.S., the Chinese government, sorry, that was a Freudian slip if I've ever heard one. Uh, The idea that the Chinese government is stepping in and restricting freedom. I mean, they're communists. Like, this this is something that they absolutely can and have control over doing if they want to. It's kind of terrifying, though, but there, there's, I don't know, Todd, give me your thoughts. I'm still trying to put my thoughts together on this. I really am. Like... Well, okay. First things first. Yeah. Thank you go, for reading the article. Go, go first. First I'll things let you first. Go. So to kind of backtrack to backtrack real quick. Um, I don't judge people that 
cut a hole in a popcorn box and put their dick in it. I personally haven't done that. So I wouldn't know. Like, the more you think about it, like, I, the more I th- it just seems extra complicated. I might have tried yeah. to get some head or something. I was childish, but, like, to actually go through. I, I don't judge people. I think it's impressive, but I would imagine it would make a mess in some weird way and, you know, ruin an expensive box of uh, popcorn. Uh, but uh, just in case you don't cut that. But on the, I, I have, I, I know you haven't really put your thought to it, and this is kind of one of can be an annoying thing. But I want to pose a question because this is like when I read that, when you read that article, it makes me think of a question, which is simple: Does it make them or give them a competitive advantage? Number one, yes. Period. Objectively, I think, so. I think it does. Maybe, I don't know. Part of it too. No, I mean, part of the reason that I say is maybe is because yes, if you're restricting the amount of time that you can play a video game for a child during the week, a hundred percent that child can put their you can put the resources in the child elsewhere as far as like learning technique, other games, strategy. But at the same time, like it depends on the kind of games available too. Because when I was growing up, I learned a lot about strategy. I learned a lot about human interaction. I learned a lot about. Um, actual critical thinking from video games. I mean, that did teach me a lot about real-world interactions to a degree. Not always. I mean, we still had our GTA. But at the same time, stuff like I think about Command and Conquer, uh, Command and Conquer, Red Alert, and learning how to move troops on the field and using that in the strategies that were implemented in that game in real life and competitive situations and understanding those 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 motivations does it create dissonance though naturally like mm-hmm. i think jake baldino from gamer ranks i know a lot of people in the tribe watch that as as do i shout them motherfuckers out for just giving good information of like far as gaming and shit like that but like in real life on a broad scale he was just basically making a quick point about censorship and um how mobile gaming in china it has become a big issue issue based on the previous kind of ban activity and if it's anything i learned from joel olstein in my many years of scholarship over zed new king james is that human nature is shitty and we find a way to do what we want anyway like the more you put the thumb down or does this thing work and they continue to like catapult themselves as the number one power in the world and and strategies like this giving them a competitive advantage in a weird world economy where you have like a communist nation running the entire world now in a world economy with control over the economy do policies like this bleed over to other countries now whereas you know it, it wasn't like that 20 years ago even the thought of the possibility the ideal of it i follow a, a channel called earn your leisure it's just a finance channel. I think it's pretty cool. It's two dope, you know, black dudes that talk about finance and shit from New York or whatever. But they were already presenting that question as far as gaming because, you know, they're invested in companies like Tencent and mm-hmm. it was like an initial drop in overall, you know, gaming, but then in a rebound immediately after it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that mean? So, like, the first question for me is always going to be was, does it just give them a competitive advantage? Which I, I'm, I would think in certain aspects they would. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not a scholar on this thing. You know, as usual, this is just a topic that I feel like a lot of people, when it was dropped, especially specific to the gaming industry, is one thing is it's hard to ignore. You know yeah. what I mean? So it is hard to ignore. Um, but at the yeah, other still the is, other time too, it's a control of information because in China, 
you know, getting on social media is not, uh, it's not allowed. I mean, they just don't have it. They don't have the same access to the internet that we do. And people used to share information through video games. They used to share free information through video games in China. I mean, they were getting on Roblox and doing it uh, just last year. For, before I forget, we, we did what we've been playing, but I almost forgot to say I did get Animal Crossing this week. Nice. nice. Speaking of that. I like, like Animal the Hong Crossing. Kong situation and everything. Yeah, so I didn't get past like pitch of the tent, um, because I have AD Triple HD. But when I get back to it, again, my internet was out, so I was like making impulse buys and shit. And, and yeah. Sarah, perfect timingly, was just like, "What about Animal Crossing?" I was like, "Yeah," but every time, and I got it partially. If I'm gonna be really honest, in the back of my head was I just thought it was a dope story that they used Animal Crossing, um, Animal Crossing in China to communicate. Uh, so I want to just be down to understand even what that is. And I always know you make reference of it to like having a GTA version of Animal Crossing. So I, <laughs> I picked still that want up, that game. But <laughs> I still want yeah. the GTA Animal Crossing. <laughs> that's, that's real. I think I think one way I did feel, though, I will say, I think Dewey summed it up well in a comment that I read on Facebook. And it was like my initial reaction was like, fuck China. That was my initial one. But then, like, when my emotions kind of fell down, like, objectively, the question is, does it make them more competitive? Yeah. And I think I would say yes. I would say yes, too. Just as far as, like, actual making real shit. Like, I'm super dumb now. Like, I used to, I, we talk about it all the time. Uh, I, I do not remember any numbers. And I can, like, I had trouble spelling the media the other day and, and without spell check. Uh, it kept putting in imitate. And I was like, wow, I need to step the fuck back real quick. I'm tripping. So well, I mean, does it's because of the technology and me just being a repetitive 2K player now? Am I getting dumber? Am I pouring, am I pouring diet coke on my brain? Yeah, I mean that's sometimes what it feels like, right? Because I sit there and I think about it too. Because the other side of the argument is you've got America where absolute freedom exists, and China's going, we don't trust the parents to, you know, restrict their children, so we're going to do it for them. And then you got the other side of America where. You got families or parents controlling school boards and going, hey, this we talked about this in the bonus show where you got parents controlling education in the school in America. If it's something they're uncomfortable with, they can get it banned by getting together and yelling yeah, enough about like, it. Like hiding the history of the Holocaust. Yeah. Well, we talked about it in the Patreon. I mean, but that's not really anything. Again, that's not anything new. And that, but that's the fear. You see, exact, that's yeah. the exact thing. Like, potato, po- motherfucker, potato, yeah. but people won't look at it that way. No. Yeah, unless it, it, it directly affects them. You know, Like, I really don't give a fuck about the children of China not being able to play the game. I'm grown. Like, we're going to blow up at some point anyway as far as I'm looking at it the way they're looking for other planets and shit. So, you know, so be it. But it is it, like it's interesting. Like, does that bleed over to our culture, and how, or how doesn't it bleed over to our culture when there are more gamers in that country than most all people put together in the world combined? More, there are more gamers oh, in China 100%. alone. So, like, what does that do? You know, but or, or does it kind of make sense in a new era to like give a generation a chance? You know, when you old enough, you know, you can play games as much as you want. Like, I don't. I'm not as versed enough as I would need to be. As far as like the true dynamics, if there's a problem in China and like the data across the board, yeah. how like one would affect the other. You know what I'm well, saying? Because from what I understand, like genetically, damn near Chinese are more predisposed to be being intelligent. It's hard. Like you go to Harvard and shit, it's just predominantly motherfuckers from another country. You know what I mean? So. Well, and going um, back to the article, I think it's really about controlling information. I don't think it has anything to do with benefit of the kids, because if you read that article, right. it's online gaming. 
It's not about single player. It's not about you can disconnect your internet and play single player. Like it's online gaming specifically. So it's control. It's like we need to know who's doing what at yeah. what time from this age group to that age group, influencing the next generation. Exactly. Interesting. Social engineering at its finest. Social engineering at its finest. I mean, you you control the yeah. online a- access a- to content. But then China, like you, the, the, you know, you see this a lot too. It's like, look at your own government, U.S. Like, you let it get out of control, and look what's happening. Like, you hey let man, the freedom oh yeah, of information random, get random out of shout control. Out. Random shout out, Young Shen Wang. Happy birthday, bro! If you're listening, Young Shen Wang. Uh, happy motherfucking birthday uh, to you and your family uh, from China. But anyway, um, yeah, I think I like it. Nah, for real, that's my homeboy. That, that's yeah, happy birthday. Birth. But it's just... Yeah, man, I don't know, it's weird times. It is, man. Like, it's definitely a controlling of information. I mean, it's it's online gaming. It's not got anything to do with single-player stuff if you're disconnected from online gaming. But then again, like, what does the Chinese gaming market look like? I mean, I know it's different than it is here. So the question is, is what does that actually look like? You know, how are how is information getting passed? They've got social media scores over there where you get a social standing like, you know what, though, man, is that too different than what we have here with the credit score? Uh, I mean, like, I know it's extreme version in China. I it's a more extreme version. I would. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if, if you like, especially like if you a nigga in America with a credit score of like 320. You you gonna automatically be denied a lot of Fair point. shit, as opposed to if you got a credit score eight hundred. There's a lot of things in life that open up to you just for the fact that you have good credit. Certain offers, things that you can have access to, free flight points alone. When you got a credit score that's three twenty, my motherfucker, like money, you got problems outside of credit. Like you don't even care. Your problems are so deep in this country, and you locked out of so much shit. You probably got child support with <laughs> like leans on you which means you can't get a passport which means you can't fly so like it's like a different version it is you're right the same thing like well, same got, same but different you got me thinking about hud housing and urban development like that whole that's responsible for uh, section 8 housing like the concept that that exists in america is to lock people into that and to lock people into certain territories and to create gerrymandering but the children in New Orleans right now can play the game as much as they want. That's true. And that is the beauty. Same, same, but different. I mean, that's the truth, bro. That's that's what it is. It's same, same, but different. I mean, we're not real, like, the concept that we're in locks, like, not in lockstep, but the, the concept that we're kind of, like, locked into a social media presence here and a credit score is... I mean, you cannot be a creator or you cannot be out there anymore without having some type of social media presence. People look at you crazy. Like, like Social media, your whole life is tied to your driver's license number, your social security number, which is also tied to your credit score. If somebody yep. gets a hold of that and manipulates that, they can ruin your fucking life. They can put charges on you that exist. They can, you, that you have to fight a whole bunch of weird shit. Like, so somebody bought like, a Porsche in my mom's name. Like, my mom's a nurse in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She ain't buying a Porsche. Like, come on now. But somebody bought a Porsche in her name. Like, you find out your mama pimping. But, um, <laughs> but no, uh, but no, nah, man, I mean, I'm, I am interested again, man. Rather have a hundred lines than a thousand sheep. I'm interested to hear feedback from the tribe on this Me shit, too. too. Is, it, is it just something to overthink or not really? You know, everybody, 
maybe it's just still weird times. It's chip shortages and hurricanes well, and my thought sharks. Is how long before the American government, especially with the vaccine cards, how long before the American government takes their cues from China and starts going, oh, maybe this isn't such a terrible idea? How long is America going to be able to not take its cues from China? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a better question, right? That's a better question. Where are we headed? I don't know the answer. I don't right. either. Like, I, I don't know. know. Maybe I'm trying. I don't live in fucking China. Maybe they still eating rice biscuits. And, but it seems like they doing okay. They, you know, I'm on according to Elon. They, they roads are straight. We behind the ball. They they going to they going to space and shit. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But um, they over there like now nah, they got the steroids and shit. I watched a little bit of the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? They look good. Yeah. Ain't nobody got COVID all of a sudden. Y'all look like 1980s Americans out there now. Like that's kind of what's going on. It's interesting. Tom Cruise movie getting motherfucking delayed and shit. What is going on? Nothing should stop Scientology from you know doing what it wants. <laughs> China the can. COVID, it's stopping. And China. Val Kilmer's gonna be in that new movie. I can't wait. I need to watch that documentary with him. How did China ban Shang Chi? Did did that happen? Let me check. Let me fact check. Yeah, quick. let's just just fact check me that real quick, and you know, so, so hopefully some of this random gibberish I'm speaking this week makes sense. But if China really banned Shang Chi, and I, I it just doesn't have a release date. Okay, it so hasn't it been banned. officially banned, but it does not have an official release date. Sounds same, same, but different to me. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think. <laughs> and thank you for listening this week. Really. Thank you for listening, but check it out. Let us know what you think. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com or skip the tutorial podcast.com or we're on Twitter at stt underscore pod, facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, uh, instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Agree or disagree? Let us know what you think. We take our cues from people who are much smarter than us. Yes. <laughs> that is Tribe members unite. Tribe unite. Uh, but until next time, as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Stay humble. Hold up, wait, before you go, one more thing. My sister asked for a weekend, long weekend, suggesting to watch. I told her Demon Slayer. She just texted me back and said, I would totally decapitate a demon for you. And I know you would go to Demon Slayer school for me. I love you, darling. All right. Good night, Cambodia. Candyman. Candyman, 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 Candyman. Hope you weren't watching a mirror while you listened to me say that. Looking at yourself in the mirror? I can see his reflection in your motherfucking... Candyman. 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 All right, good night. (laughs)